You're listening to the Black Girls of Purpose podcast, where we talk about faith, friendships, and feature boss women from the Black Girls of Purpose community. I'm your host, Brianna Lightfoot-Smith, founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose. For those of you who are new to our community, hello, I'm Bree. I'm the founder and CEO of Black Girls of Purpose, an organization that is on a mission to illuminate truth, inspire change, and impact the next generation by affirming women in their God-given identities. If you are listening to this for the first time, let me let you know what we typically do um, week after week. On the podcast, we share Bible studies based off of things that God has shared with me. And then at the end of every month, I actually share a month in review and just talk about my journey. Um, God put it in my heart to do that because as someone with an organization who that's doing different things, I find that if your only interaction with us is on social media, you may be like, dang, everything for Bria is popping and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I also felt like it was important for me to share these monthly updates for my own accountability because sometimes it's easy to feel like you're not making any any progress towards any particular thing. But having these monthly updates allows me to go back, listen to my own episodes and say, OK, what was it that I wanted to achieve or what things did God show me last month uh, that he built upon this month or this particular week? So my hope is that by uh, sharing this transparency and just sharing this journey that you'll feel closer to me um, because we are in an age where everything is digital. But I want it to feel like we're sitting together. Uh, Priscilla Shire talks about this a a lot, but sitting together like across from each other at a coffee shop or something. So let's get into the monthly update for December, the last month of 2018. Uh, But I realize this month has been so enlightening for me. It has been uh, really eventful, but not in the way that I would have described eventful previously. Um, I'm a person who has constantly been a hard worker. I love getting out into the community. I love doing different things. And God has really had me secluded, um, spending time with him more than with anybody before that kind of would have filled me with anxiety. But um, this particular month, especially it's, it's filled me with so much peace because as I approach him every day and spend time with him um, and just sit at his feet, he's just given me so much wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And that kind of ties in with the wisdom series that we've been discussing over the past few weeks. So on a personal note, um, because I always share a personal, professional, and then I share like our podcast updates. Personally, we are back in Texas. I shared that last month. We moved here the week of Thanksgiving. And the first week of December, we went to uh, our church's Wednesday night or my parents' church, my parents' church's Wednesday night Bible study and we actually joined my parents church which is crazy because it's the church that I was born and raised in Um, but it's also crazy because it was my husband's idea to join and both of my parents assumed that when we got back here we'd probably look to join a different church community just because there's a our church is very traditional in a lot of ways but 
my husband and I always go where the spirit leads and he led us back to my home church. So that was very, um, it was, it was encouraging and it was, I was just like, okay, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but we'll see. So that's a really big update because uh, I talked about on one of the episodes from this month's podcast, how it's so important to be in tune and in touch and a part of a church body. So we apparently did not waste any time getting plugged in and we got plugged in within a week of being back here in Texas. And let me tell y'all, since we have joined All of the pastors have been preaching directly to me Um, through their sermons. God has shown me a variety of things that Wednesday that we joined. God was telling me that even though I'm in the fire still, he's purifying me. And that even on my end, I may feel like I'm ready to get out of the fire when it comes to our journey financially, which I talked about in depth last week. He was just saying like, okay, you don't see everything that I see and why you feel like you might be done. There are still a couple things that need polishing. And it really blessed me. Not a lot of people would probably get excited about being in the fire still, but it just showed me that God sees me. Another uh, lesson that I've learned over the past few weeks is that God wants me to worship him unconditionally. Um, The sermon he used to show me that was a sermon one of our pastors preached out of Nehemiah. And it was talking about the Israelites and they were in captivity. And it was a time when they were learning the word of God. And there was like a seer, uh, just a really big wave of weeping because they were like, oh my gosh, you know, we're learning the law of the Lord and we're not doing things correctly. And in that passage of scripture, it just talks about like worshiping God in the midst of your captivity, in the midst of your not so great situation. And God showed me he needed me to worship him unconditionally that he asked me straight up, you know, Bree, if I don't ever let you out of this financial situation that you're in, will you still praise me? Like, will you still serve me? And it was a a really honest question that I wasn't expecting, but my answer was yes, because I thought about all the things that God has already done for me. And while the financial situation is like a thorn in my side, it's not, it's not keeping me from functioning. And previously it was keeping me from functioning. I wasn't really walking in the fullness of who God called me to be because everything was tied back to money and okay, well, what's the income stream? And it was like my my heart and my allegiance was divided. And now I feel like I'm able to serve God faithfully. Um, Another thing that God showed me is that, and he actually showed me through this, the fervent book I've I've been reading this month by Priscilla Shires kind of goes with the Armor of God series, is that some ways this month I've tried to Not even this month. This year, I tried to control my husband, G. um, And not like do what I say, do this, do that. But I just wanted him to react to things the way that I react to things. And Jordan actually provided me with a lot of revelation 
in this particular area because he was talking to me last week at church about how I have hope and he has peace because I have hope. Sometimes it's easier for me to give in to anxiety because I think that things are going to go a certain way. And so when they don't, I end up being disappointed ultimately, but because he has peace, he's just like, Hey, it is what it is. It is going to be what it is going to be. And he did say though, that my hope helps him to be more hopeful because he also said if it, because he, um, does have a lot of peace. Sometimes it's easy for him to not be hopeful because he's like, Hey, God's going to do what he wants to do. There's no need to have expectations of anything. So that was really encouraging to me. Um, cause it just showed that he sees me. Some other things that have happened this month that have been really great for me spiritually. I've been getting up consistently at five thirty each morning and I've been trying to go to bed early. Uh, it's a little tough with the, it being the holiday season because we've spent so much time with family and we're like up late at all hours of the night, that sort of thing. But I told God, I said, your word says, if I seek you, I will find you if I search for you with all of my heart. And your word says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So even though I'm tired because we just got in from my aunt's house at one thirty. God, I really want to spend this time with you and I need you to meet me. And I promise y'all morning after morning, he just, he just sat there with me, whether I was in my bathroom or in my bedroom or in the media room, or some days I went into my sister's room, wherever I was, God met with me. And more than just more than the revelations that he gave, I appreciate the peace that he's been bringing to me. I'm just knowing that he's in my situation, that he sees me. Something else God showed me this month, which I've been talking about, I feel like on several monthly updates, is he um, wants me to continue resting. I was talking to my dad and I was just saying like, dad, you know, I feel like I have so many opportunities presented before me, but I don't know which ones to take advantage of. And he said something that was so surprising. He said, Bree, you know, don't take this the wrong way. At which point I'm like, okay, what is he about to say? But he said, don't take this the wrong way. He said, but I really feel like this is a period where you can be resting. He's like, you don't have to worry about your typical expenses. You're not having to figure out food and electricity. He said, so I really feel like you should be resting. And that filled me with so much peace, especially because... As we look to 2019, we're like, okay, it's another month. I should be doing something different. I can't just keep doing the same old thing. And so for me, I'm like, okay, yeah, Lord, rest was cool for November and December, but like it's about to be January. And he's telling me, I still need you to wait. I still need you to rest in me. And it just kind of freed me from myself in a lot of ways. Um, We talked about on the podcast We talked about Eve and uh, we'll get more in depth into that once we start talking about the armor of God. But I did this. I was doing this Bible plan that said why Eve sinned. And it said that Eve sin wasn't necessarily the fruit in and of itself. It was that she was trying to achieve self-salvation. And God showed me that I do the same thing, that I will go after these things that are good on paper, but 
if they're in opposition to what he told me to do, then they're not good for me. For example, I shared with y'all that he told me, hey, don't do any work with Brands by Brie. But last month I had a moment where I was like, okay, Lord, like I heard what you said, but like we really need this money. So I'm just going to help you provide for our needs. And it ended up not going smoothly. And now that I'm here with family and even having my dad remind me that I should be resting, it just, it was kind of like God was reinforcing to me, Brie, I really don't need your help right now. Like, I love you so much. I'm grateful for your heart. I'm grateful for your passion for me. But I really don't need your assistance in this area. And um, I'm just like, okay, Lord. I'm going to just chill because I'd rather pursue what it is that you have for me. Um, he also showed me that I really should take full advantage of this rest because there will come a time when I will be busy. Like right now, I don't have a ton on my schedule from day to day, but there will come a time when I'll be busy. And I don't know if that's going to be 2019 or 2020, but he gave me this buffet analogy And uh, there was a little girl who had a plate and that was the little girl was me. And uh, she filled up her plate with all these different things at the buffet line. And she was like, "Okay, I'm going to get mashed potatoes, I'm going to get green beans, I'm going to get this, I'm going to get that. She filled it up so high that she couldn't see. So she trips or something and food falls everywhere. And then she doesn't get to eat anything. And her dad is like standing by when all this is happening. And so he doesn't get upset with her. He just helps her clean up the mess, and then he gets a new plate, and he says, okay, like, now I'm going to do it, trust me. So he fills up her plate, and she looks at him, and she's just amazed, like, oh my gosh, everything fits, like, how is he doing this amazing thing? And he tells her, not only does everything fit, but you're going to be able to savor the flavor, because you don't have mashed mashed potatoes smashed up against green beans. And what he told me with that was, to not be afraid when that season does come when I am busy because he's going to be the one who strategically places everything on my plate so that I have room for everything. So those are just some of the revelations that he's given me over the past few weeks. Um, I have been in a period of prayer and fasting. I wanted to make sure that as I approached 2019 that there was not any source or a remnant, or any kind of anything, any residue on me that would keep me from pursuing what God has for me. And um, obviously, y'all know I'm pregnant, so it wasn't like a no eating fast, but I wasn't doing bread, meat, or sweets. The temptation was coming heavy, uh, and then the devil was like, you pregnant, you know, you could do it. Or maybe it wasn't the devil, maybe it was me. I was like, oh, you pregnant, girl, like, just get this. But I promise y'all every time that I was like, okay, this is it. Like, I can't do anymore. (laughs) God would come in and save me. And it just made me think of that scripture we talked about, I think, last week that says, no temptation has overcome you except what is common to man. But with every temptation, God will provide a way of escape. And he did every single time. I remember one day in particular, I was like, I'm going to have meat today. Like, I'm going to do it. Which, y'all know I used to be vegan anyway. So it's not like meat in and of itself is just super attractive, but 
I was like, there's a bunch of meat in this house and I'm hungry and I'm not about to just starve because I'm not eating meat. <laughs> and I promise y'all, I went downstairs and my dad was like, yeah, we're going grocery shopping. Send me a list of what you need. I said, Lord, that is a ram in the bush. So it has been a blessing. When I tell y'all, I feel so much peace that it's almost like I'm sleepwalking. It's crazy. And then um, God gave me the word hope for 2019. Um, He told me that that's going to be our January podcast theme but it's also going to be my word specifically for 2019. So I uh, looked back, actually made a list of things that I was going to fast and pray over for the next few weeks um, or during the time of my fasting, because I think it's kind of like the goal setting situation I was saying earlier. If you don't know what it is that you're striving for or striding towards, um, it's easy to lose track of those particular things. So I was very diligent about making a list and being able to go back and say, oh, yep, he did that. He did that. He did that. And um, I was even fasting over this podcast series because I shared with y'all. I knew it was going to be a battle for me. The enemy is not just going to be like, hey, yeah, you can uh, just tell them all of my schemes. That's not going to happen. So I wanted to be I wanted to increase my spiritual sensitivity and it's like one of the shirts that we have for Black Girls of Purpose. It says, uh, starve the flesh, feed the spirit. It's, it's how to live purposeful tip number you know, one, 376. Starve the flesh, feed the spirit. And uh, fasting is a way of starving your flesh and, and making sure that you're tuned into the Holy Spirit um, more than you would normally be. And I'm just grateful, honestly, for all of the insight that God has brought to me and you know, I hope you can even hear it in my voice. I feel so much peace. Every burden that I felt like I carried into this month, whether it was anxiety or fear or worry, um, I just, I'm not bringing it to 2019. I'm literally out here two-stepping into 2019. And it's not necessarily because my circumstances have changed. It's more so because I have a peace about what I know God has told me and I'm just choosing to believe what he has told me he told me he reminded me this morning and yesterday of Habakkuk 2 and 3 and it says the vision is for the appointed time it hastens to the end it will not lie though it tarries wait for it for it will surely come and it will not delay and that just shows me it does not depend on me like of course we have to be responsible as Christians and seeing things come to pass doing our part we can't just be sitting on our hands all the time just waiting but if it's a time when God has said wait then that's our only responsibility and knowing that God has told me to rest in this season and choosing to follow him in that is a huge blessing um speaking of waiting I did have some anxiety coming into Texas and finding a doctor who would take me so late in my pregnancy I was able to find a doctor And the process went so smoothly and God was just like, so what were you worried about again? And it was just an indication like, God, (laughs) you are a God of detail. There is nothing that passes by you that you don't see. And so I'm, I, again, I'm just, I'm chilling y'all. I'm really chilling. Now, professionally, uh, I kind of gave some insight into this a little bit. 
but I'm still not working on my company Brands by Brie so that I can continue to rest and focus on ministry. I applied to that Google podcast program, which I told you all about. I did not end up getting accepted, which was completely fine with me. I had also shared on last month's update that I was kind of on the fence about applying this round because I knew that I'd be having a baby in just like 10 weeks and wouldn't want to spend part of that trying to figure out this whole Google podcast creator thing. But my life's motto is it's better to live a life of oh wells and what ifs, especially when it comes to what I feel like God is telling me. And I feel good that I went ahead, took that faith leap. Um, And I may apply again um, for their summer program whenever they open up applications for that. That may be this spring. As far as our nonprofit arm for Black Girls of Purpose, Unity Queens, I told y'all that we we finalized our board December 1st. And um, I'm excited because we had, we have had, what, three board meetings? And we've been meeting every week. Typically boards meet like once a quarter, I think. But because this is so foundational, we're starting something from the ground up. We've been meeting every week. And when I tell y'all that God has been so intentional about every woman he's placed on this board, it's just a huge blessing. And I'm looking forward to all the things that we're going to be able to apply um, and do together in 2019. This weekend, we're actually having a board retreat and we're going to plan our calendar for 2019. Um, just pray, spend some time together, getting to know one another. And so I'm excited about where God's going to lead. I did not imagine that I'd be ending 2019 uh, or 2018 starting a nonprofit, but Scripture says a man plans his way and the Lord establishes his steps and I'm just going to follow his lead. We did hire a consultant to file our 501c3, uh, which is great because I told y'all last month, the only professional goal I had this month was getting our paperwork filed for our 501c3. So we did file our initial paperwork and right now we're just in a state of waiting, trying to figure out Well, once the 501c3 stuff is filed, then we have to get our like incorporated thing. There's, I don't understand the full process, but that's why I hired somebody because I don't have to understand everything. I'm able to just say, okay, what do I need to sign? Who do I need to talk to? What specific thing do you need from me? So I'll be keeping y'all updated on that in the upcoming weeks. So with those major Update shared. I do want to just give a brief overview of 2018. Um, it is. It has not at all been what I would have expected. Uh, January is when God showed us that we could do brands by brief full time and have this creative agency where we did logo and website design, and that was our main income stream. He also simultaneously was working on uh, Black Girls of Purpose. We got our first contract in 2018 working with the Urban League. Um, And we had monthly events for the first part of 2018. We did a Write the Vision workshop. We did a um, 
meet and greet. We had a love yourself luncheon in February. We had a money matters workshop in March. We took a break in April. And then in May, we did a mother daughter brunch, uh, which was just amazing. And then the second half of the year, nothing, literally nothing in terms of events or programming. Um, And I can't lie, part of that was discouraging because it's like, dude, wait, I thought we were moving forward with this. You know, I thought this was going to be my full time thing. But it ties back to Habakkuk 2 and 3, the visions for the appointed time, haste to the end. It will not lie, though it tarries, wait for it, for it will surely come. It will not delay. And uh, I am grateful for every girl, every woman that we were able to reach. And I do believe that we'll have the opportunity to do work again, both as Black Girls of Purpose and um, through Unity Queens. And I'm excited to see what being in Texas gonna do is going to do for the organizations and the women that we're serving. We did launch our podcast in September, uh, which was a big faith leap. And we simultaneously launched our t-shirt line. Uh, we have four t-shirts on our on our products page that we have people uh, shopping for. And I think we made four sales total in the month of September, which is great for me because I tried to do t-shirts in 2017 and we sold nothing. So I'm just going to keep pushing forward with what the vision that God has given me. October is when we did our fearless series uh, on the podcast. And we just talked about living for God fearlessly in November, we did our friendship series, I, and that's when we found out we were moving, and we um, did our first, well, I invited everyone to Celebration Church's Friendsgiving, and then in December, which is where we are now, we've been chilling. June, July, August were all personal months for me. I spent a lot of time by myself and with God and kind of reevaluating some things. July is also when I found out about my pregnancy. And uh, now I only have three months and I'll be delivering. Not even three months. I looked it up. It's like 69 days or something. So two months, really, which is crazy. But all in all, y'all, 2018 has been an incredible year for me. It's been a year that I'd say I've been forged in fire. Um, I think there's sometimes you think you're a certain type of person, but until you've been through some things, you can't really tell if you're that type of person, really. And I have seen that I am very much a relational person um, and that I... I I really treat God like my daddy. Like, I never want to disappoint him. I never want to um, have him feel like I'm not obeying. But what God has also shown me through that is that I don't have to earn his love, uh, that it's something that he gives freely. And that's really been a blessing to me because it's just taken off a lot of the weight and the stress that I was putting on myself and freed me up to take hold of what God has in the future for me. As I shared in the beginning, hope is my word for 2019. And I believe that God has given me this word because 
I feel like he's preparing me. I think that there are many visions that he's given that I still may not see come to pass in 2019. And because of what I've been through in 2018, I can keep pushing. I don't have to give up. I don't have to feel like those things aren't going to happen at all for me. I just know that my part is to work towards those goals as much as is possible, but there will come times when I'm just going to have to be in seasons of waiting. This is kind of a relief for me because I think that, especially with delivering a baby in about nine weeks, I was having a little bit of anxiety about how I was going to juggle everything. And so the fact that God is what I feel like is telling me that this is still going to be a season of planting and watering, uh, that I may not see the harvest in 2019. It, it frees me up to not have anxiety, which I've been talking about throughout this entire episode. And it allows me to take full hold of peace. I also think it's going to be an opportunity for my husband uh, to walk more in his calling, not to say that you can't both walk in your calling simultaneously, but I think that where 2018 was a real clear year for me uh, in terms of understanding what my priorities were, I think that this year might be that year for my husband, G. And I'm hoping that he has the opportunities to do things that he never saw himself doing or things that he did see himself doing but didn't know he would get to do eventually. My heart is so full um, from this revelation just because I think when I do see these visions come to pass in terms of being debt-free and being able to give generously and traveling more, whenever that time comes, I'm going to have that much more appreciation for it. Uh, I was talking to my dad a couple days ago and I was just saying, there's nothing to make you appreciate health like sickness. And I feel like it's the same thing with finances. (laughs) You don't appreciate uh, money until you don't have any or food, you know, you appreciate it way more on days when you know what it's like to be hungry. And because of what I've been through in 2018, I really feel like I'm ready for anything. And of course, it's like, okay, be careful what you say. But uh, I am hoping that God can trust me with different trials in 2019. And I think before where I was kind of averse to those trials and thinking like, Lord, why are you punishing me? Now he's just giving me a completely different perspective. And he's showing me that he cares so much about me that he wants to make sure that I am fully developed into the woman of God that he crafted me to be before I go out and build and expand in business and in ministry. And I'm okay with that because ultimately what I've realized, especially this year, or in 2018, is that this life is not about me. And because I recognize that, it takes a lot of the pressure off to strive towards things that I've decided I should be doing, not based off of necessarily his calling, but based off of what I may see or think in media or what friends are doing or that type of thing. With all that said, I I don't really know what my 
goals are necessarily for 2019. I'm going to just keep spending my quiet time with God, getting up early in the mornings, keep making breakfast for my husband G, keep working on our programming and planning for Unity Queens. But it goes back to Proverbs 16, a man plans his way and the Lord establishes his steps. Before, I feel like when I set goals, I was striving so hard towards those things that it's almost like I ran out of breath. And now I'm in a place where I feel like I can breathe. And as long as God has me here, I'm going to take full advantage of all this rest because apparently it's something that I need. Of course, if anything changes, you all, as a part of our Black Girls of Purpose community, will be the first to know. But outside of that, that's it for this monthly update. I look forward to continuing to talk to you over the next few weeks. If I didn't share it already, we will be focusing on hope for this first month of 2019. And I'm excited about the revelation and the encouragement that these lessons God has given me will bring. As always, stay connected with the Black Girls of Purpose community by visiting blackgirlsofpurpose.org slash join and following us on Instagram at blackgirlsofpurpose. If this episode was fun or insightful or anything, please leave us a five-star review and then share this episode so that we can continue to build our community. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. It's never that easy to choose purpose But I would die to my flesh, live a life of worship I'm really, really, really trying to make it into heaven I'm trying to hymn say two words like, well done